Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny. In case you are new here, or welcome back. In case you are new here, I'm Manny. Just like I said, I'm a 22 year old. I recently graduated from undergrad in April, and now I'm just figuring out what I'm doing in this world. I am just living life, and my podcast is here to talk about it. So, let's get into it. It's been a while since I actually filmed a podcast. I have been uploading consistently, which I love, but I have not actually filmed in a while. So this might be a little bit awkward. Anyways, let's start with a rose, bud, and a thorn, as we usually do. Rose is something good that's happened, bud is something I'm looking forward to, and a thorn is something that's not so good that has happened. Okay, so my rose is last night we had a, um, actually let me get a little bit of context. In case you don't know, I work at a math tutoring place. That's been my part-time job since I was in first year. And we had a instructor bonding event last night at a park and we just had a potluck barbecue thing, played some games and stuff like that. I was mostly organizing the event. So it was really nice to see it come into fruition. Also because we haven't had a social event like this since before COVID. And we also have hired a bunch of new people to work and teach math with us. So there were a lot of new people who maybe weren't as comfortable with the team yet. And it's just been a while since we have hung out outside of work. So it was really nice to have this event. Um, I was really nervous before it because I was like, oh my God, it's going to be so awkward. People aren't going to know what to talk about with each other. And it's just going to be very quiet. I'm going to have to do a lot of leading. But eventually near the end of the event, near the middle and end, it, it was really fun for everyone. At least I hope so. It seemed like everyone had fun and we were all like getting to know each other really well. So let me tell you about the games that I hosted because I had a lot of fun thinking of them and running them. So at the beginning of the event, I knew people were going to come in late. I was like, no doubt about it. It's just something you've got to accept when you're an adult is people are going to be late. So I was trying to think of a game for the beginning that would be easy to add people in and also wasn't going to be too hard to have to explain again and again. So for the beginning, it, the event was supposed to start at 6, but people were coming in until 6.30. We played Spoons, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically a card game. You're trying to get all four of a kind in your hand and when you pick a card up if you want to keep it you have to pass the next one along just stuff like that and then it's like a speed game you're trying to grab the spoons as fast as you can when you get four of a kind if you don't know what it is you should definitely check it out it's so much fun so we were playing that because it was easy it was fun and lighthearted not too bad yet and then once everyone got in and we played so many rounds of spoons we played that for like the first half hour as we were waiting for people to come I switched to another game which I've seen on TikTok it's basically like a Pictionary flip so I thought of a bunch of phrases for these Pictionary games and they started off pretty easy my first few phrases were like haircut um biking a wheel so what would happen is everyone got a pad of sticky notes and I wrote down the phrase haircut on my sticky note and I would pass it to the person next to me the person next to me takes a sticky note off their pad sticks it on top and draws a picture of haircut then once that person finishes drawing the picture 
they pass the sticky note pad to the next person and the next person sees the picture, adds a sticky note on top and tries to guess what the original phrase was. And it was so funny because obviously not everyone's a perfect artist. So some of the phrases got really flipped around in the later parts of the games. And it was really fun to flip back and see how the word started and then see how the progression went with the game. So that was a lot of fun. Then I introduced a game I don't know. I played it before at another event. It was like an icebreaker game. It's just basically trying to find your pair. So I set up a bunch of cards and I wrote down corresponding pairs. So for example, one was salt and pepper, um, peanut butter and jelly. I also included some math pairs because obviously we teach math so i did numerator and denominator and i also did addition and sum stuff like that like words that go with each other but aren't exactly the same and so i stuck a different card on every single person's back and what people had to do was walk around and ask yes or no questions to figure out who they are and who their partner is and try to find their partner I really like this game because after a bunch of sitting on the blanket and playing card games and stuff, it's really nice to be able to mingle and actually talk to people. And also it's not as awkward because you have a mission. You're not just like emptily trying to make conversation. You actually are trying to figure out who you are and you have a goal in mind. So I really liked that game as well. I played that at my friend's uh, church club event and I thought that was super fun. So I was like, I definitely have to do that. After that partner game, um, we had our food and just ate and that was really nice once people got mingling like it was a lot less awkward and people were willing to talk to each other and come up to each other and stuff which is nice and then after our food we did a little bit of speed dating so the speed dating I think was the best part of the night because you know the whole time they were getting to know each other but they didn't really talk to each other or like really figure out things about each other so I think the speed dating really helped build that connection um, I got them back into their pairs from the partner game from before the food and I set two minutes on the clock and I just gave them different prompts so let me try and think of let me see what prompts I had I know I had with your partner try to find something in common and something different between you two you can do two truths and one lie you can do a rosebud and thorn just like i love uh some questions were like what do you spend your time doing what do you wish you did more of um something in common on your bucket list just like really basic questions and these questions are very like The purpose of them is not for you to talk about them the whole time, that two minutes, but just to find a launching point for you to find something in common with your partner and just talk after, which I really, really liked. I was walking around taking pictures and videos and also listening in on the conversations. And later on, it just ended up like people just were talking and that's fine because that's the whole point of it. So I think that was a great part. And then the last part of the night was just people were free to do whatever. We bought a spike ball set. So people were playing spike ball. I played some cards. People were also just talking. So it was a really, really fun night and I'm really happy with how it turned out and very proud of myself for organizing most of it. My boyfriend helped me we did it together but for the activities i would say i organized most of it and he organized most of the food so that was really great that was my rose i haven't even gotten to my bud or my thorn yet 
Okay, my thorn is something you're going to hear about later on this episode, but I feel like I've just been so busy because I started working full time. I am now a corporate girly and we will definitely talk about that later on this episode, but I just feel like I've had no time to do anything and I've had to be really like picky and choosy with my time and what I want to do with it. So definitely going to talk about that in a sec, but that's just kind of something I've been I think it's just it's not even that it's bad because I actually kind of like it but it's just that like going from spending the last four months doing nothing and having so much time to now this where I feel like I'm go 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 like every second of the day it's really different and so it's been a little bit hard to adjust My bud is that I am looking forward to this upcoming Labor Day long weekend. Um, I don't know why. It's not like I have a ton of plans, but I think it'll be nice to have a day off. My boyfriend doesn't have to work that weekend, so we can spend a bit more time together. We're also going to go to Costco, of course. My boyfriend recently got a Costco membership, so I've already been two times in the last two weeks, but we're going to go again next week. So it's going to be like every weekend we're going to Costco. It's honestly... I was thinking about this. Costco, I feel like, is great in that it's cheap and stuff, but I feel like it promotes a lot of overconsumption, which is not great, right? So, yeah, I don't know. But I am looking forward to the long weekend. It's back to school season, but I'm not going back to school. So, I'm kind of interested into thinking about how I'm going to feel. I don't know if I'm going to feel nothing because I'm so busy now or if I feel like my life is slowly altering I don't know I feel like right now it still hasn't hit me yet I've worked one week full-time and it's been super busy and great and that like I've been so distracted and had so much to do that I haven't really had time to dwell or be sad which is actually really good to be honest but yeah that's my rosebud and thorn for now I'm gonna put my laundry away because I'm running my laundry because part of my Sundays now is to do my laundry too. And then I will come back and talk about the next part. Okay, so as I said, today's going to be a little bit of a life update. I just looked at my calendar and I have not filmed an episode in almost two weeks, which is a long time. And I feel like a lot of things have happened. So we're going to go over lots of things that I've been up to, what's been happening, what I've been feeling, my thoughts and feelings, of course. And uh, just talking about that because I feel like I'm manifesting or right now I'm going through a season of change and this is very special. I mean, obviously change happens all the time, but I feel like right now there's like a lot of change and I'm feeling very open to all of it. I feel like my mindset is very positive right now, so I feel really good. Um, Okay, so last time I was filming, I the same day I was going to go clubbing for the very first time since covid All I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to say more, but my overarching statement is I am so surprised I did not get COVID after clubbing. To be honest, when I made those plans and, you know, I was getting convinced um, to go, I was like, I'm going to have to accept that not only am I going clubbing for this night, but I'm probably going to be knocked out for the week after because I'm going to get COVID from the club. I was so expecting it Um, and knock on wood. I did not get COVID from the club. I am COVID free right now. So that was honestly a miracle. I did not think that was happening. But um, let's talk about the club. Okay, so 
That night was pretty fun. I got off work a little bit early so that I could meet up with my friends and go have dinner. We went to Banana Leaf in Vancouver, which I feel like Banana Leaf is like one of the Vancouver classic restaurants. Like it's something that like people always go to. It's very well known. And to be honest, I have not gone to Banana Leaf since I was 16. I went to someone's sweet 16 held a banana leaf. Um, And other than that, I didn't really like it that time. But, you know, I was 16. I was like, my mind is open again. I'm willing to try it out again. And I'm so glad I had an open mind because it was absolutely delicious. Some of the highlights. Uh, Everyone really liked the Migurang noodles. To be honest, we thought that the Migurang noodles were like named after the instant noodles Migurang, but obviously we realized it's the other way around. Uh, Migurang noodles were great. We also ordered this like mango papaya salad. And what's great about that dish is they make it table side. And so you can control what you want in it, how much of each topping that you want in it, which is pretty cool. So We really liked that. And then the pineapple fried rice is also a classic. They basically make fried rice and then they put it in like a pineapple shell, which is pretty cool. But yeah, banana leaf was great. And then we headed to one of our friend's apartments to go and pre. And oh my God, I'm such a lightweight now. I literally, I think, drank like two shots of soju and then a couple, a little bit of a cider and I was feeling tipsy already. And just to give context, in my prime drinking era, like early university, when I drank a little bit more often, I could drink like a whole bottle of soju and still not feel anything. So I definitely feel a lot older. I know I'm aging now, which is not great, um, but it was still really fun. Um, The club was absolutely packed. So Celebs was the club that we went to. And apparently on Tuesdays, that's like their day. I think there's like a little bit less of an admission fee. And I think some drinks are on sale. I don't really know. But so there were so many people at Celebs and the line was so, so, so long. It was absolutely packed in there. And I could feel the sweat. Um, definitely after that night, I am not going to be rallying anytime soon. Um, it was very sweaty and wet. You know, I could just feel everyone's greasiness and one of the, this is kind of gross. So just prepare yourself. When I got back to my friend's apartment, because I was sleeping over that night and I was getting ready to shower now that I was, you know, out of the club. I was just standing there getting ready to shower and I could smell myself like I that's how bad I smelled because I was just mixing with everyone's sweat and juices like it was not good. Yeah, so I don't know about clubbing anytime soon. Definitely like after I I feel like it was just that day was really packed. I don't know how celebs Tuesdays are. That was like the first time I've gone, but I'm definitely not going again because that was absolutely crazy. And also, like, nowadays, I feel like the music's not even that good. Like, because I think the trendy thing is to, like, EDM and, like, I don't even know what the vibe of that music is. But I don't really like that. I don't really like trap music or EDM. And that was mostly what they played. Like, I prefer 2010s hits and uh, throwback songs. But the DJs did not play that, so I didn't know any of the songs, and I was feeling really old. Yeah, that was my clubbing experience. I definitely am glad I went because I got to see all my friends from high school, but I am definitely not going to go again unless 
everyone's in town again just like last week and I will you know I'll maybe rally again but it was a lot of energy I slept at 4 3 30 or 4 that night oh, oh my gosh I'm not made for this lifestyle it was just yeah I I am more of a sleep at 10 kind of person so you know I was a little I was feeling a little bit tired you know I was actually really convinced that I wouldn't even make it out to the club because by the time I got to my friend's apartment to pre, I was already tired and I wanted to sleep. So I'm surprised I made it to the club in general. Anyways, yes. So my main takeaways from that were I'm not going to go clubbing again for a very long time. I'm very tired and I'm very surprised I didn't get COVID. That is the takeaway. Okay. After clubbing that weekend, I went camping. Ah! I have not gone camping since 2020. It has been two years and we finally managed to make our trip out of the group chat and we decided to go camping. So this time I went camping with my friends Amy and Kiara um, and it was so much fun. So we decided to head out to Chilliwack Lake, that area, and more specifically we were hiking Lindman Lake and Green Drop Lake, that hike. So it's kind of a two-part hike. You can hike to Lindman Lake and stop and go back, or you can keep going past Lindman Lake and go to Green Drop Lake. So I have actually done that hike, the first hike, in I think first year or maybe high school. Um, I hiked with my mom and we went to Lindman Lake and I just kind of I kind of remembered it was mostly because that was the only area that was open for backcountry camping that weekend and we really had no options left so we were kind of left with nothing but that was totally fine because honestly the location doesn't matter much it's really all the same in my opinion but when I was looking to make my bookings online, everything was full. Because especially we were going on a Saturday, Sunday, which that's always full. So we hiked up to Linman Lake. That first part of the hike is only about one and a half kilometers, but the elevation is crazy. It's basically, it's really hard going up the whole time. It only took us about 45 minutes to get up, but with your big pack, and that much elevation, it was not a good time. That's what I love about camping though, is, you know, in the moment, I'm going to complain about the hike and be like, oh my God, why am I here? But once we get there, I'm just so happy and serene and just proud of ourselves that we got there. So that was the first hike we stopped. Oh, actually, I should start even earlier. Well, one thing that happened, oh, I remember. So I had planned to I was driving this trip. I usually always drive. I love driving. But I planned to pick up Kiara at 7 o'clock. And then I planned to pick up Amy at 7.30. Now, as I was leaving my house and pretty much like right after I left my house, I realized that I had forgotten a couple things, which were an extra pair of contacts, just in case, my glasses, and also my journal, things that I did not bring. And I realized I was like, oh, yeah, I think I have to go back home. Because the journal wasn't as important. I could have lived without it. But 
an extra pair of contacts and glasses are pretty important because if something happens, God forbid, I would I wouldn't be able to see. So I definitely had to go back home. But by the time I realized I was pretty far out already. So I was like, oh, I'll just pick them both up and then we'll go back home and then we'll head out to the camping trail. And luckily we were not going north. So the reason why I picked up Kiara first and then Amy is because I live the most south and then it makes most sense to go up north and then go to Chilliwack Lake, which is going east. But if we were to go to Squamish, which is continuing up north, it would be a really big loop-de-loop to have to go back home and then go back up to the top again. So anyways, I, w- I didn't feel as bad because I was like, oh, Chilliwack Lake is to the east, so it's not too bad of a loop. But once I picked up Kiara, then we went to pick up Amy and I called her and she didn't answer. I think her call went straight to voicemail. We also texted the group chat, texted her phone number, all these things. And I'm like, huh, she's not answering. That's kind of weird. I have Amy on Find My Friends. So I go on to Find My Friends. And at first I kind of was looking super fast. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, she's here. She, maybe she's just not awake yet. And then once I check the Find My Friends again, I realize her Find My Friends is actually not on. And then it clicked. I was like, crap, her phone is dead, which means she doesn't have an alarm clock, right? Now it's all making sense. I find my friends being off, her phone calls going straight to voicemail, and her not being awake right now. It made a lot of sense that her phone was dead because also we knew that she was working the night shift the night before. So she probably slept pretty late and wasn't going to be able to wake up. We ended up trying to ring to her apartment unit but we didn't know what unit she lived in and we were standing outside the building for so long that the concierge lady came out and was like what are you doing and we explained to her oh we're trying to find our friend but we don't know what unit she lives in we're supposed to go camping today and she's not awake and she was trying to help us too but it ended up just taking a bit too long and I was like you know what since I have to go home anyways why don't we just go home first and then come back for Amy So we ended up making a huge loop-de-loop again and I drove back home, got all my stuff and then we went to pick up Amy. Thank God she naturally woke up like 10 minutes after we left her house, which is such a miracle because we had, I I literally was praying in my head. I was like, please, Amy, wake up soon. Please wake up. Uh, Please, I want to go camping. So that set a little detour in our plans, but it was fine nonetheless. We drove out to Chilliwack Lake, which took about two to three hours. It's a little bit far, to be honest, which is okay. But once we got there, we started hiking. We got up to Linman Lake by around 12 noon and we ate our lunches. And then we continued to Green Drop Lake. The hike to Green Drop Lake took a lot longer. It was four kilometers and it took us an hour and a half which was crazy I think the elevation wasn't even terrible it was definitely not as bad as the first part of the hike but I think it was very rocky and we were just also getting tired so it took a little bit longer for us to get there once we got there there were actually a lot of people that weekend backcountry camping so we found our spot set up the tent and then we relaxed it was so much fun because we went swimming in the lake and the the water was so clear it was absolutely beautiful like at the edges of the water where the water's pretty shallow you can just it feels like you can just see through it's like there's no water there because it's so clear 
it's very very nice yeah and uh we didn't bring floaties which i regretted i was like i knew i should have brought my floaty because i thought about it but i didn't have an air pump and it just takes too long to blow up so i was like okay fine i won't bring it but i know i knew i should have brought it I, I always tell myself I should bring it and then I convince myself not to. But then once I get there, I'm like, oh, I should have brought it. But anyways, Kiara and I were trying to get to this middle part of the lake. There was like a floating log, like a really big one that people were staying on. And we didn't know how to get there because obviously we didn't have floaties to bring us there. And the water was kind of cold. So what we did was we took another log, a smaller log, held onto it like a pool noodle. And then we kicked ourselves to the middle of the lake to the dock which was very crazy, very spontaneous of us. But it was actually so much fun. I'm really glad I did it. I was so cold, but I was like, I have to do this. This is going to be a core memory for me. And it was, it was very, very fun. We also, okay, after we went swimming, we made dinner. We had tonkatsu instant noodles, absolutely delicious. I think because I sweat so much that day because it was so hot, I was craving so much salty food because I was like, I need to replenish my salt. So the extra salty like instant noodles were so good. I drank all of the soup too. It was just, oh, thinking about it was so good we also made s'mores at night uh over my little portable camp stove which was very fun and then we went to bed honestly we fell asleep by like nine and i slept for like 10 hours that night which is crazy another thing is i don't i don't have a sleeping pad i think i lent mine out to someone a lot a lot of years ago and then never got it back so i don't have a sleeping pad so i was sleeping basically on the floor and my back was aching the next day it was not great had to do a lot of stretches to get my back feeling good but yeah definitely I need to buy a sleeping pad again because I don't know where mine went and I definitely need one so I'm not breaking my back when I sleep anyways we slept for 10 hours then we woke up the next day our breakfast was oatmeal and then yeah we headed back out the hike back took a little bit less time it was I think think just under three hours a little bit faster because obviously all the uphill became downhill and we just almost ran through it basically we were like running down the mountain which was a little bit crazy but yeah and then we got back and then the day after was my first day working full-time which is a perfect segue so yes I started working full-time this past week and um it's a little bit let me talk about it let me talk about it Okay, so I'm not actually working full-time in that I'm not working one job from nine to five, but I'm working two part-time jobs, actually like three part-time jobs, which equates to full-time work. I'm working eight hours a day. So I have always worked as a math tutor at a math tutoring place. I've worked here since first year, and now uh, this is where my boyfriend and I work. Now that I've worked for so long, I'm also helping out a lot more with the more administrative side and just doing all of the logistics and scheduling. So I'm doing a lot less teaching and taking more of a managerial role on just helping out. So I work there every single day from, okay, well, not every single day, Monday to Thursday for three hours. And then... My second job that I've also had for a bit is obviously content creating. I don't make a ton of money from this, but it is a job that I consider. I've been a lot less active on YouTube because I've just been so busy, but I'm trying to get back on it. It's just 
been a little bit. But I also say that this is a drop because last week I had to work on a brand deal. I'm currently doing a brand deal campaign and I've been having to film content and do that. So I've been treating it like a job. And then my last one is my newest full-time, part-time job, which is helping out um, at my mom's company doing some warehouse work. So that's all I've been, uh, it's been so much work. So for that new job, I've been working 8.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. every single day and well, every single weekday, sorry. And basically what I do is help coordinate to the warehouse team what needs to be what stock needs to be taken out to be delivered we receive emails from clients telling us what they want to deliver to their customers and then the warehouse office which is where i work communicates to the warehouse team about what needs to be taken out of inventory so that we can deliver those things kind of that's kind of I don't know if that makes sense but it's basically a lot of paperwork especially because I also just started it's been a lot of paperwork and just organizing things and doing the most basic tasks because I'm still trying to understand how this company works but I've learned a lot and it's been very different which I appreciate because that's really my goal for this period of my life I told myself you know I don't need to have my dream job right now I don't want to actually but I just want to try something new. You know, I, it, I'm i so young. There's so many years ahead of me. I feel like it'll be really nice to develop some new skills and try out new things. So that's what I've been doing. And it's been very interesting. Um, my first week was super stressful. On I started on Monday and I was so nervous coming in because obviously I don't know what I was doing at all. My mom basically just told me, oh, you're going to be reporting to the manager of the warehouse. Just do whatever he says. And I was like, "Uh, okay. So I didn't even know what I was doing going into it. But I ended up learning a lot about how to fulfill orders, how to take note of inventory and how to organize paperwork and stuff. So I've been doing a ton of that. And um, yeah, I've, I feel like I've learned a lot this week and I definitely still have a lot more to learn, but I really enjoy that it's been a little bit different and I get to use my brain in a little bit of a different way. I also really like, I, I feel like this reminds me of my business processes class that I took in my last semester of undergrad because it was literally surrounding stuff like this, like inventory, stock, supply and demand and all that. So I was like, oh my God, I'm actually learning what I, I'm actually using what I learned in school in my life. That's crazy. Yeah. And then another thing about my first week. So I liked my first week because also on Wednesdays, the warehouse team, the company pays for their lunch. So we got to order like barbecue meat rice and it was so good and it was free. And I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. So I'll talk about this later, but I I think there's a lot of aspects of nine to five or corporate that I actually really like that I didn't think I would. I was a big basher of nine to five corporate life for the longest time. But I think now that I'm part of it, I can definitely see why people really like it and people still choose to have jobs that are nine to five, even though, you know, right now the era of content creation and digital media is so popular. 
you know, there's still a lot of valid reasons for someone to pick to work a nine to five, even if maybe the hours are more intense and there might be a little bit of a lower pay. I don't even know. But I think there are a couple of reasons that I'll talk about later. But yeah, so Wednesday was the highlight because we got some free lunch. And then Friday was another I think this is a low light, honestly. Um, My supervisor, the warehouse manager, ended up taking the day off on Friday. And so I was like, I didn't know until I got into the office on Friday morning. So I was kind of extremely nervous the whole day because although I have been practicing these things that I learned all week, not having someone there to check my work is a little bit scary and the thing about this job is that there are like actual consequences to my mistakes so for example one thing that i do is after we fulfill an order i have to make an invoice for fulfilling the order to the customer so for example if i fulfill the invoice or if i make the invoice wrong then the company can be losing money because i might charge them the wrong amount or if i do the deliveries wrong then I don't know, things happen, right? Like there's actual consequences that are bigger than me, which is kind of a little bit stressful to think about. So because my manager wasn't there on Friday, it took me a lot longer to do things because I kept double checking and triple checking my work. I went back to old files that we had did earlier in the week just to double check that I was doing it correctly. And yeah, so I was really nervous on Friday, but it ended up being okay. Um, There were a couple, there's a couple problems that I didn't know how to do and we'll have to figure out tomorrow when he gets back but those are also learning opportunities so I'm excited to go back to work this week. So let me talk about what I like and what I don't like about working a nine to five. It's not even a nine to five. I keep calling it that because it's just easier to but it's not a nine to five. I work 8 30 to 2 but um First of all, I right now, this period of my life, what I really like is my routine. I'm a big fan of routines. I think it is one thing that just keeps me going and it's really easy for me. Um, I sometimes really struggle with making decisions. So having a routine where this is next, then this is next, then this is next makes it a lot easier for me to continue without being stuck. So what I really like about my routine is that it's it's very clear what I need to do. So ever since I started working full time, you know, I start work at 830. So I've been waking up at five in the morning. And I thought it would be really bad, to be honest, but it's actually manageable. Let me tell you about my daily routine. So I wake up at five in the morning, the night before I nowadays, I usually sleep at 930 or nine, depending on how I can how early I can get to bed. Yeah, I know it's so early. It's a little bit crazy, but I wake up at five and I do my morning routine until 630. So in case you don't know about my morning routine, I definitely did an episode about this. It's basically just like eating, journaling, planning, reading, just like a little bit of time before the day starts that I can relax and do things on my own. Then by 630, I get to the gym and it is so nice. I realized going to the gym at 630 is so, so nice because there's barely anyone there. So I can vibe on my own. It's also a lot easier for me to film when there's no one there because then I don't have to worry about people being in the videos and stuff. So I go to the gym. I only go for about like 45 minutes. So I'm out the door by 7.15, come back home, I shower, eat a little bit more, and then I head off to work. 
I've also been drinking coffee a little bit later in the day. So rather than drinking it right when I wake up, I drink it the second time when I eat after the gym because I've heard that drinking coffee a little bit later is better for you for your, I don't know what the chemical is called, but your body can then naturally produce it a little bit more in the morning. So I've been doing that and then I pack up my lunch and then I head off to work. Then I get to work at 8.30. I work until 2 o'clock. Lunchtime is provided in there, so I have a half-hour break for lunch. And then I come home, and depending on the day, usually once I get home, it's around 2.30, I will do a little bit of content work. Um, So the last few days, I've been doing my DoorDash ad, but I'm planning this week, you know, to edit a video or just do something some sort of content related thing and then at 4 30 i head over to my math tutor job and from there i basically help my boyfriend with whatever he needs help with like more recently since september's coming up we've been calling a bunch of families and parents just to see if people are interested in coming back since a lot of kids took a break for the summer and um yeah and then i get off at 7 30 eat dinner go to bed and repeat and it might seem very boring and monotonous there's like an aspect of it that I really like. There's an aspect of the predictability and routine that I really like. And honestly, my jobs are so busy that it doesn't feel like it's very boring and boring and boring. I'm so busy running around all the time that I'm like always doing something. So I really, really like it. It also keeps me super busy and one thing that I like about that is it really forces me to be a little bit more productive with my time and pick and choose what I think is important to do. That's one thing I definitely think I have really worked on in the last week is doing things that I think is important. Like I don't think I've only really watched like two or three YouTube videos this past week, the work week. Uh, I save it all for the weekend now which is great because throughout the week before I would start watching YouTube and then it would take me so long to do things because I was half distracted trying to multitask and watch few videos and do this and that all the time. It was just really hard for me to do things and I realized like during the week I'll focus on my work and then on the weekend I can just fully enjoy my YouTube. It's also so much more rewarding when I've worked so hard and now I can watch some YouTube. So I really really enjoyed that. I think it's been really nice that I've been so busy because my rewards actually feel like rewards, which is great. And also the time I spend with my boyfriend actually feels really rewarding and we have a really good quality time. So I think that's been really good because I have very clear work hours and very clear play hours, which we love. Work-life separation, balance, we love that. And also I don't mind that I'm working so much. It's because like I'm young, right? Like I have so much energy to hustle and I really want to hustle. So yeah. Another thing that I also really like is the nine to five is steady and stable. And that's what a lot of people love about nine to fives is that you clock in, you clock out and you have a stable income coming in every few weeks, every two weeks. I don't know. One thing about my math tutoring job that is not the best is because I work like a part-time hourly wage, 
if weeks are a little bit chiller, then there's going to be less shifts for people. You know, if more kids are taking the summer off, then there's less shifts because we don't need as many instructors. But with a nine to five, it's just you're constantly you're there. You do your work and then you leave and you get paid, which has been great. I think that's absolutely amazing. And it's been it's been really nice. Also, like I I don't feel as guilty taking a break at my nine to five because I'm always going to be there. There's like parts of the day. I think this is one thing I've noticed about my warehouse job is that at the beginning of the day at 830, there's so much to do. It's so hectic. And that's mostly because the warehouse closes after the business day is over. So even though everyone's left at five because the business day is over, the warehouse team is still working usually until like seven or eight. And obviously all that work that gets done needs to be transcribed and recorded by the warehouse office team. But because they're not there, they have to catch up on it the next morning. So it's absolutely crazy from like 8 30 to 9 30 it's so busy all the time but then afterwards there's like a little bit of chill and then we're getting into preparing for the current business day so that's one thing i've learned about my job is that in the morning you definitely have to expect that it's busy which is totally fine now that i've like prepared and now that i know i'm like mentally prepared for it which is good so yeah otherwise i've been really enjoying doing something new learning some new skills and just getting myself in an uncomfortable environment, which is really, really, it's hard for sure. I know it's really easy to back out of difficult things, but it's been really fun and rewarding to do that. So let's talk about what I don't like about a nine to five. And I feel like after this week, this is not going to be a problem anymore. Um, One thing I really don't like is obviously, while it is great that I am busy and I have less time to waste and I you know that I've talked about it before but there's that theory that when you have less time when you a lot less time to do stuff you do it faster so now that I have less free time I do my things a lot faster because I know that I don't have as much much time to do things now and that's kind of exhausting um very exhausting I mean I need to think about like on Sundays let me tell you what I have to do today to prep for the week I'm filming my podcast have to upload it because I have to get this up tomorrow I want to try and edit my YouTube video that I've been I have all the footage for I just have been trying to edit it I just haven't had time I have to do my grocery shopping for the week I have to meal prep my lunches for the week after I grocery shop I have to go to the library I have to do my laundry and then a bunch of other miscellaneous tasks that I have to take care of so there's just so much to do and really not much time to do it but it also forces me to get my butt in action and not dilly dally as much which is great a reason that I think this is going to be better is because the week before, like the weekend before I started my full-time job, I went camping, as I said. And so I feel like that kind of threw off my mojo a bit because I had so much to take care of right before that had I not and I had a bit more time to prepare, I could have came into the job a little bit more relaxed. But, you know, we live and we learn and it's always so exciting. So it's fine. Otherwise, I I really like... I do really like this stable, busy period of my life. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Also, I was worried that I wouldn't have as much content to film for TikTok. But honestly, I feel like the 9 to 5 content is doing really well. I posted one video of me 
doing my nine to five and honestly it did really well so I I was kind of surprised I was I was a little bit upset going into the job because I was like oh I'm not going to be able to film as much and make as many TikToks because what am I doing all day I'm literally just working people aren't going to want to watch that but I, I posted one of my first nine to five videos recently and it did really well so I think it'll still be fun to document this period of my life and just enjoy it so yeah Anyways, I think that's going to be all for me today. I hope you enjoyed this little life update. It's been a crazy busy time. I feel like my life is always alternating between crazy busy and then very, very chill and then crazy busy and then very, very chill. Kind of like a sinusoidal wave. Where my math leads at. Anyways, if you want to, you can follow all the social medias linked in the description box or in the show notes. If you're listening on Spotify, there's a podcast, Instagram, you can follow my personal Instagram, TikTok, my YouTube channel, my other YouTube channel, stuff like that if you want. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you in my next episode. Bye.